well, well. 2022 is coming to an end. <sighs> New Year's is always bittersweet for me because it is so hard to like walk away and leave so many great memories in the past. But it's always great to have like a fresh start. Um, and I always want to tell everyone, oh, I didn't even ask y'all how y'all was doing. How y'all doing? Okay. Um, <laughs> I hope you're doing well. I hope you got had a great Christmas and everything. But back to what I was saying. Um, it's always great to have a, a fresh start. And I encourage people to start fresh whenever they feel the need. Don't wait until a new year, a new month, a new week. You wake up whenever you feel like you, you know what, this is a good place for me to start over and just start over. Don't wait for nobody. Start over by yourself. And that is something that I had to learn to do so much this year. Start over by myself. Um, Because at the end of the day, I'm all I got. And I have to make great decisions for me that will benefit me the best when I'm around people, but also when I'm by myself. Because I'm by myself more than I am around people. Um, but to start off this episode, I would like to reflect on one of my favorite things that happened this year. So as you all know, a lot of my drunken moments either start off or end off at Girl 2. This particular moment I'm going to talk about was Soul Foods. It wasn't at Soul Food Sunday. It was at Girl 2, actually. But whatever that first summertime Soul Food Sunday was, um, that Soul Food Sunday at Thelma's. The last one that was at Thelma's. <laughs> so I went there with um, Rashea and Zelda. I ended up sitting mainly with Zelda because Rashea had her friends or whatever. But we had a, a, a good time, to say the least, right? Me and Zelda were, we weren't lit like drunk but we were feeling good i was feeling good i can't remember if zelda oh zelda had a mimosa or something i don't know if zelda was drunk i don't know but i was i was i was feeling good and previous to all that i had already said like me and Rache had it set in our mind we going to grill too we gonna go and see paul and and huggy and all them after this because can't nobody get us right like grill too get us right and that's no shade to anybody else. But it's something about the love and comfort from my family I grew to that I just need after an event. Which is why we always end up there. So we walk from Thelma to Grill 2. Those of you that know, it's not like a long walk or nothing. It's probably like, if you're drunk, it's like seven minutes. If you're sober, maybe five. Four if you walk fast. So it's a crowd of us walking over to Grill 2. We already had our table. We knew where we were sitting. We had already... It was, we we knew what was up, right? We're sitting outside and an individual walks by that Zelda knows. I'm telling y'all all the details so y'all can understand how chill of a day we was having. Like, Soul Food Sunday was a 10 out of 10, 100 out of 100, 1,000 out of 1,000. Like, it was top fucking tier. It was over when we went to Grill 2. Grill 2 was given, uh, so if I say Soul Food Sunday was a 10 out of 10, so Grill 2 was given 8 out of 10. Simply because we had just got there. Not because vibe was crazy or nothing. So we sit down outside. I order my Cosmigos and Lemonade. Everybody do their own thing. And this beautiful chocolate man walks by. He's talking to Zelda. And I'm like, oh, he's he's beautiful. Like, 
<laughs> he is beautiful. And Zelda was like, you want him? Because I'll go get him. And she went and got that nigga. And I want to say thank you for that. Because that man has been blessing me. He has been a magnificent friend. Um, But that was just the type of time we was on. Like Everybody was good. I got the nigga number that day. It was an awesome moment. And then everybody go do their own little thing. We are sitting outside. I don't know where Zelda was. I think Zelda went to the bathroom. But me and Rache are sitting there in our amazing silence. Like, you, it's the summertime. Y'all gotta imagine. It's the summertime. We look the fuck good. Sitting outside with the umbrella over us. We is it's just glistening. Like, just amazing, melanated black women sitting outside my name business. And a fight started. So when the fight started, it wasn't too close to us. So we was like, oh, like we made the old bitch face. Like if some shit pop off at this table, you know, I got you and I know you got me type of vibe. We make eye contact with each other. Like, bitch, this is it. It starts right in front of the door. I grill too. So we watching, but we also bounding our business because this ain't got nothing to do with us. And we need to make sure the coast stays clear for us in case we got to dip off or something. These two girls, it's a group of people. It's probably like 10, 15 people. But it's these two girls, they going at each other. They, This one girl was fucking the other girl up. It was crazy. And I'm sitting there looking at Rache and drinking my Casamigos lemonade. Like, bitch, I know you see this. And I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it too. It was a reassuring look at each other. And I just remember us like sitting there like, laughing to ourselves but with each other it was fucking hilarious like huggy came out huggy was was like y'all gotta stop y'all like huggy one thing about huggy he finds a way to encourage you in the midst of it all like he like you too pretty for this you got too much to lose i don't even know if he know the people but he was just letting them know it this not the time the place and you should not be doing this so the the fight start coming closer to me and rache like in our direction but not at us so we st- sitting there looking at each other. At this point in time, I fold my hands on the table, put my elbows on the table, and I'm looking Rashea dead in the eye. And if y'all ever been to Grill 2 in the summer, you know they have the barricades that covers you when you're sitting outside. So we sitting there, my back is literally a foot away from the barricade. That's how close I was sitting to that shit. These bitches start banging and they knock that shit over to the point where one wrong move and I would have got hit in the process of that shit. I grabbed my drink and leaned to the right. Rashea had made eye contact with me. We looked at each other for a good... Uh, we was locked in for a good two minutes as they're fighting behind us. We don't look at them, nothing. We stayed locked in until they passed and they continued to go down the street. The reason why that was so... But like such a monumental moment for me is because it was the the understood silence. Like, bitch, we see them. The blessed do not do business with the miserable. We are sitting here. We are a child. We are children of the king. And this is it. Like, that's literally just what it was. And Zelda comes out like, what the hell happened? I'm like, girl, they was fighting. <laughs> You got the security guards picking up the barricade. They're like, yo, y'all good, y'all good. Yeah, they come over here. They just knocked that shit over. And it was funny as hell because I was able to see a glimpse of me and Rache sitting here from um, somebody's video. And we was really unbothered. In the midst of that chaos, we were unbothered. And I will honestly say, that's kind of how we lived our life for the rest of the summer. Like, in the midst of the chaos, we are unbothered. Whether it was chaos in our lives, somebody else's life, in the world, 
we remain unbothered. And that is just, that's just literally how we lived our life. Obviously, there are things that will bother you in life, but we didn't. It, it didn't fuck up with our vibe. It didn't fuck up with what we had going on and the way that we were moving through life. And 2022, we went through a lot. Like, we as Black Girl T, we as a friends group, we as a people, we went through a lot, a lot this year. And I know, I keep seeing this post that says, like, the first six months, who I was the first six months of 2022 is definitely not who I was the end of the last six months of it. And I will say, I am not. I was two different people this year. I was, the beginning of the year, I was, January, I was happy. February, I was broken. March, I was broken. April, I was broken and confused. May, I was absolutely confused. June, I was confused as fuck. July, I was getting over it. July is probably when that... I don't even remember when Soulful Sunday happened. But it could have been around June, July. But July is when I really was like, bitch, snap the fuck out of it. We got shit to do. Don't worry about it. Um... I was working a new job. I was, I walked away from several things that I realized didn't serve me anymore. I walked away from people. I deleted lots of people from my social media. And I know a lot of people say that, you know, just let them watch you. No, I'm good. I'm good on that. I'm going to unfollow you. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to remove you. But you cannot, you could look, you could search my name and see what I'm doing on my page, but I'm not looking for you. I don't want to see what you got going on. I'm not interested in what's happening in your world. And August comes around, and August, I was thriving. August, I had cleaned up things with Black Girl Tea. I had cleaned up shit in my life. If you've ever been in my room, you know that my desk is never empty. My desk was empty in August. I was packing to get ready to go to Boston. I had a tea party I needed to do. Fashion week was coming. I knew I had to be at fashion shows. I served looks at... First of all, I served looks all 2022. Let me start there. I served... I ate it up in the name of Jesus. I ate it up. But I, I knew that I, August, September, I, I needed to serve. And I didn't need to serve for for Instagram or for anyone else. I needed to serve for myself. I needed to show up as the boss-ass bitch that I am, as the amazing creative that I am, as the unique soul that I am, as the warm light that I am in this world. I needed to show up as that. Because the first half of 2022, I didn't feel that. And I had so many people pouring into me telling me, you know, you are amazing. You continue to let your, let your light shine through. And you don't realize the, the damage that I was being dealt in that moment. Um, everyone who I met, I met so many people this year, um, but more so toward the middle and end of 2022, that, that they, y'all just came right on time. And I don't think, um, I've been cordial and cool with Rochelle, but this year our, our friendship was, it got strengthened. She was closer to me and we were able to do things and learn about each other. I appreciate her for those moments of um, just genuine friendship and sisterhood. We had so many conversations. I think Rashea this year has seen me cry more than my own family. Um, <laughs> I will say that she has wiped more tears than a lot of people that I've known for a lifetime could count on their hands. Um, Zelda. I, I say this often, Zelda's sisterhood with me started right on time, right on time. I had just ended a very quick, short-lived friendship with a woman who didn't realize how disruptive she was. 
and how destructive she was. She didn't realize that with with who she was and so much of that. I don't want to say I got caught up in it because I, I don't allow myself to get caught up in people. But I realized that I was letting this woman who seemed to think that she um she knew the world better than me. And in so many ways, in so many situations, she did understand people and, and certain elements of life better than I did because of the lifestyle that she had lived and the things that she was exposed to. But she had me looking at people weird. And I was going in situations and meeting people based off the strength of what she's telling me. I take full accountability for that. And I shouldn't have. And Zelda came up and we talked about some things very early in our in our friendships and sisterhood. That's my sister. I don't give a fuck. And my sisterhood with her that I struggled with talking about with people in general because I have, I used to be friends with people who, when I would have these conversations, they'd be like, oh, you need to, you need to, you know, kind of get off your high horse, which this year I've been told by so many people, get off your high horse, get off your high horse. And I had to remind so many of them, yes, let me get off this high horse so that you can you can sit on it for a minute and realize what exactly was happening. It wasn't a high horse. I had decided that I would not let anyone walk all over me. I decided that every time I accomplished something that it needed to be talked about, it needed to be celebrated. And I appreciate Zelda for that. My small wins, me going to sleep at nine o'clock, she celebrated. Me getting an ample amount of sleep without oversleeping, she celebrated with me. Me getting up and putting on an outfit that really suited who I was, it was effortless. Like, you look great. You look like you feel great, too. And and I appreciate that from her. Alicia, amazing, 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 amazing. I met her in one of the weirdest times of my life where I was being presented with some of the confusion that I felt earlier in the year that was really just pulling at my heartstrings. And that's how you can understand the the reference of what I was dealing with. Um, something that was just really someone who just really, in so many ways, was breaking me. And had I had this conversation with other people, I would have still been in that situation. It would have been, you're overreacting, you need to step back and dive in. And it was really with Alicia... What you saying is what you are saying to me right now is valid. And you need to take a step back and analyze everything that you just said for the sake of you and move on. And sis, I thank you. I, I appreciate you so much. And 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 if there's anyone I missed that's new to my life, I appreciate every last one of you. It, th- these are relationships that I, I speak about publicly. Um, because you see them love on me publicly. You see me sitting with them and having lunch and having a drink and laughing and smiling. You've seen me and Zelda out dancing. And let me tell you something. Me and Zelda done been to maybe seven events and got a picture of us doing... We have no pictures, but it's a couple videos of somebody rapping and dancing somewhere. Um, but you, these are people that you see me be my most authentic, laid-back self. And I know a lot of times y'all be like, nah, it's not laid back. She she got energy. She hype. If you've ever been around me and when I'm in really good graces and I'm comfortable with who you are and you're comfortable with me and you're able to accept me as this loudmouth girl who just want to have a cup of Hennessy or a cup of Casamigos and a hookah. Once you, once you realize who that person is, I'm different. You understand my energy. I'm not hyped up. I'm actually laid back. 
hyped up Naya is completely different than laid back Naya. So I appreciate you ladies for that. Um, when it comes to my career, we, we've hit some amazing goals. We've done a lot, but I'm yet again faced with the, the fact that people are playing in my face. And this year, normally I would have, and she, me and Shay have talked about it before, I would have quit and, and dealt with the repercussions later. But Huggy, um, I voiced to him, I want to quit. I feel like these people are playing in my face. And Huggy said, no, pray about it. Ask God for a sign. Which is something that I often do in my life. But in this moment, it was kind of like, this ain't nothing to pray about. I know the answer. I got to go. And when Puggy told me to pray about it and, and wait for a sign and wait for confirmation and, and just allow things to pan out in God's own little way, I'm sitting here telling y'all that it is panning out. I am watching it. The conversations are different. The way people are moving in regards to me at work is different. And I'm trusting and believing that God's going to open the door. Whether it's a door within the same company or somewhere else. And I know people say millennials or young people are going from job to job. It's because older people who hit, sit in these high places, they're not using our energy for the better good. They know that we have fresh ideas. We have amazing creative plans. We have a different way of, of executing things. And they take that from us and they take the credit. And you've got these people who've been in these high positions for 25 and 30 and 40 years who are getting the, cre- the credit for these innovative things that are happening, but the innovators behind it are, are getting looked over. And I'm fucking tired of that. And I'm going to change the narrative. I'm going to speak on it every fucking time. Stop playing in our faces. You taking the credit for us launching iPhone apps and you don't even know how to work an iPhone. You've never held an iPhone in your hand. You don't even know how to pick one up if it were to ring. But you're taking the credit for these these new things that we've done. And I'm just tired of it. And I'm tired of it for everybody. I'm tired of it for people under the age of 35. But I'm more so tired of it when it comes to black women. Because y'all play in our fucking face way too much. And that's the end of that. You hear me? Y'all not playing in our face no more. At least with my friends group. Because we done had a conversation. And I don't even know if any of my friends realize... Uh, most of us had this conversation around September where we were like, y'all, I'm done. Y'all y'all about to see. And I bet y'all been seeing, ain't you? The people who are on the other side of this, y'all been seeing that we ain't playing. We is not playing. But I have achieved every goal that I've set for this year. I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of the growth that I've been able to do with, with Black Girl Tea. At the beginning of the year... December of last year, actually, I prayed and I asked God for guidance. And I I set some intentional goals. It wasn't the be consistent with content. It was be intentional with content. Be intentional with the conversations. Um, I had played with a whole bunch of segments where people who I wanted to come in. And I realized in this season, it's not about everyone's story. It was about mine. And I got up here and I told you guys some of the hardest situations that happened in my life. There's one that we haven't touched on yet that I'm not quite ready to open up about. But I've touched on it in a way that women know that they're not alone. But I wanted to be intentional. I wanted you guys to see growth. I wanted you to see black women genuinely supporting other black women. I wanted you to see that. And I wanted you to see how effortless it was. Because on Thursdays where we were posting these small businesses... Half of the people who are buying from these people have never met them before. And this platform has allowed businesses to get new customers. 
and for women to get new friends and new friends that they go to have brunch with. It's allowed women to black girl tea. We went to Boston, which is a predominantly white place, and we lived our best black lives. We were drunk, we were loud, we were dancing, and it was authentic. And we're planning something else, something bigger, something better, and it'll be all for the greater good of black women. And it's not to exclude black men, but I noticed that black men aren't jumping on these opportunities as much as black women. And that's okay. You know, they jump on board when they decide to jump on board. And when they do decide to jump on board, there's plenty of room at this table for them. But I needed, whoever was there, whoever showed up, who's ever showing up, I needed to make sure that I was giving content that was edifying their spirits. I needed to let God truly work through me. Because if someone don't know him, but you listen to me, I hope that whatever I'm saying, you, you, what, who is this God that she's talking about? And I ain't going to get churchy on y'all, but I do things to be intentional. And this was one of the most intentional years of my life. I've learned so much. I've met so many people. I've gotten so many opportunities. I look good. I feel good. I'm going to keep on going. And that's the energy that I'm going to have in 2023. I have an affirmation jar. I pick from that affirmation jar. I didn't realize how I had one that we made last year with Black Girl Tea on, on one of the Black Girl Tea parties via Zoom. We made one together. And I this every other moment, I'm like, oh, I'm down. I'll pick from it. But this year, I made a new one. And I pick from it. I went to my mom's brunch. And with her brunch, she had us make affirmation jars to give to someone else. And I've been picking from two different affirmation jars. And boy, when I tell you they've been in alignment, you pick blindly from these jars. And it's just a message from someone's heart. And whoever got my affirmation jar, I pray that God is working because I prayed over that. I was snot-nosed praying. Like, before I even put anything in the jar, I just prayed, God, whoever gets this jar, I pray that they get through whatever they get through. I pray that your will is done in their life, and I pray that they can they can make it to the other side of that, of that tribulation and make it through the storm. Give them the guidance that they need to make it through the storm. And I came home and I, at that table on that brunch. I said, I'm going to I'm gonna make affirmation jars for Black Girl Tea. I said this to 10 women on a Sunday. Tuesday came, six of the 10 women sent me sticky notes. They sent me money. They sent me where I could find jars. They sent me affirmations that they had said work for them. They sent me songs. And they said, go for it. If you believe this is how you can touch people, go for it. And that was a support that I haven't had in a long time. And every last woman who was at that table, I appreciate you. To the four women who said, I'm not in a position right now to give you something. But when you're ready to sit down and make those jars, call me so I can come. I appreciate all of you. Every last one of you who have made Black Girl Tea possible. Who continue to show up for me in my personal life as well as in my business life. I appreciate the like, the comment, the share the the commentary i appreciate it all i i'm honored to be able to pick up the phone and hear some of you say i'm about to cry i'm gonna lose it and i need to talk to you i appreciate you trusting me that much and god i thank you for giving me the gift and the talent and the resources to continue to guide these people because without you i don't know any of us would be (laughs) but i say all of that to say 2022 is great 2023 will be greater 
it's not gonna be no new year, new me for me. I'm gonna be the same old me, just healed. Um, bigger and better things. February 15th is right around the corner, so y'all know we're gonna have to uh, chop it up. But I want to encourage you guys to use this week, this last week of 2022, to really just get yourself in alignment. Clean out your closet, clean out your phone, clean out your emails so that we could start fresh on January 1st. And we can really start tracking our growth. Write down your financial goals, write down, and, and don't just write them down for the year. Be intentional about it. If you know that you want to save $50,000 next year, how are you going to do that in January? Then how are you going to do that in February? And make these make these goals reasonable. Don't overwork yourself. I overwork myself a lot. But I'm learning to rest. I'm learning to rest before God teaches me to rest. If that makes any sense. But I appreciate all of you. I cannot wait to see what God does in your life. In 2023, I am rooting for you. Keep the faith and do not give up. I love y'all. Thanks for everything.